ask me to talk. Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas from the ridiculous to the sublime on Don't Ask Me to Talk. Now, here's your host, Stacy Heller. That's me. I like how they have a disclaimer in front of the show. I know they do it for every show, but I always feel like it's just for me. So um, first, I want to make sure that I welcome you all back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I also want to thank my show sponsor, Brenda Morris of Brenda Morris Real Estate. Um, I think it says a lot about a person that you're trying a new venture and the fact that she was the first to step up and say, I want to support you. Um, that is the kind of realtor that I would want to have. I think it's amazing. I am joined in studio today by my friend, Van Stingfelder. He good is friend. good friend. <laughs> good friend. Okay, you're going to get rumors started. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I mean, um, so Vance is the founder, owner, operator, um, chief cook and bottle washer of uh, Dingfelder's Delicatessen in Seattle. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Thank you. And this whole show, people are going to end up salivating, and hopefully it's an upswing (laughs) for your business. So, right? You know, um, yes, that's what we hope. That's what we hope. Of course. I'm I'm thrilled that I could be here with you. Well, and he brought me a snack, so here's a little ASMR. This is paper being opened, and it's a bagel with olive schmear. Now... I sort of introduced this to Vance, and so I want it named after me. I want it to be called the Olive Stacy Schmear. So far, it is not on the menu as such. It will be. I, I feel Guaranteed. like I need to get no, no, a no. groundswell. You're, you're on this. Okay. All right. Good. Because I love, I love Stacy Schmear. I mean, it, 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 you, you, I never thought of an Olive Schmear, frankly. And it's so good. It, it, people love it. It's amazing. Yeah, they do. I mean, it sells now. Now it's selling. It's yeah. becoming popular. I'm not the only one that's buying it by the, by the pint <laughs> you container. Did that, you did that for the first six weeks. It was, it was, it was, I was actually making it just for you going, oh, man, we got to make that olive schmear thing. <laughs> but it looks like Christmas and it tastes like heaven. It is. It, you know, it's really good. And not mm-hmm. surprisingly, you know, now it does, you know, the olives matter. So Well, the olives do matter and, you know. All olives matter. Um, okay, so I want to follow up on last week's show. So Rick Riz was on, and I feel like I maybe um, positioned that wrong because to have your third show have Rick Riz on, I feel like you go downhill from there. No exactly. offense to no, no, you none, and, none taken. and I mean, to every other guest. Think for a second how, how you think about that. I, I knew Rick was on the show last week, and I'm like, how do I follow Rick Riz? I mean, I'm... I'm you know, that's just tough. Well, you, but you and I, you know, uh, you're the conversationalist. I mean. And when you and I get together, talking is not an issue. No. <laughs> no. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Exactly. What are you kidding me? Forget, forget about it. I know. Can you tell that uh, Vance and I are both native New Yorkers? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a proud, proud moniker, moniker to wear. Oh. Are you kidding? Oh. I mean, the fact that the week before Rick came on and I was like, oh, hey, he's the lead broadcaster for Mariners Radio for the past 35 years. And I was like, go Yankees. I mean. (laughs) Well, that's an issue. (laughs) Well, that just shows that I'm a native New Yorker. Yes, that's true. Right? That is true. Um, And as a result of Rick being on the show, I actually got huge 
cred with my family. Absolutely. And like Pete loved the show. I mean, besides the fact that he's a huge baseball fan. Tremendous baseball fan. The fact that he um, and Rick had so many parallels in their childhood memories and, you know, making the skating rink in the backyard and all of these things. Pete was like, oh, my gosh, that was me. And, (laughs) you know, he just loved that. And he was so um, floored by the fact that Rick just remembers everybody's name. I mean, he was mentioning his friends from elementary school, first and last name. Well, you know, what, what, what is amazing about Rick was how comfortable you, you had him. He was just flowing. And it was a great show. Well, thank you. And then you listen, you think, well, wait a minute, that's Rick Riz. You know, and it, was, it was a great interview. Well, thank you. I mean, you know, it, it gave me some some street cred. It gave me some credit with my family. My mother, I always call my mother after the show because she's listening. Hi, Mom. Hi, Diane. Not a bad thing to do. Hi, Mom. And she, I think the first thing out of her mouth was, is he single? (laughs) Like, before you did a great job, honey, it was like, is he single? And I'm like, yes. But I think he goes for women that are like his age or younger. You don't know. I, I asked him today when I spoke with him. Oh, okay. There you go. Of course you did. <laughs> I was like, by the way, my mom wants to know if you're single. And so next time you're in Philly, maybe you can take her out. Dinner. Dinner. Right? You know, she doesn't eat much. The bar bill imagine, would be huge, but the dinner bill will be low. The, the, uh, that would be too much for her to handle. I think it would be too you much would for be, him. You'd be like in her best, best graces for the next 20 years. Oh, <laughs> be, totally. You'd be done. Are you kidding? I'm the favorite. It's fine. Of course you are. Oh, come on. And then I heard You're an from... only, though, aren't you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one in my parents' eyes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, and then my brother, Jay, he usually listens to the show not live. And mm-hmm. he took issue with the fact that I did not shout out the Midwest since Rick was born and raised in the Midwest. And Jay and his family are Minnesota-based. So, hey, Jay, Minnesota, it's cold. Brr. Lots of lakes. Lot, lot of lakes and the state bird, the mosquito. Oh, it's, it's cold to, you don't have a clue as to oh. how cold that place is. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I visited once. My son went to Southwest Minnesota State for a semester. Oh. So we visited. Yeah. In February. Oh. Yeah, there it, you go. They hadn't thawed out yet. Oh, no. It was, it was like it, it four was, months away from thaw. It was beyond cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, there's an expression, something about a, a titch's wit. Um. Anyway, and then... That was really good, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> that thank made you. the chicken choke. I, I had to be careful <laughs> with that. Um, then after the show, I got a text from... Actually, while the show was ending, my sister-in-law, Sky Kim. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sky. Um, she is an amazingly talented artist, and she was so touched by Rick's charity, uh, Choice for Kids, that she immediately was like, I want to offer a piece of my artwork. Oh, wow. Which made me so proud of the fact that you know she was like I want to do this and it made me a little ticked off <laughs> because I have to pay for Sky's art <laughs> you know what yeah right I mean <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a ticket to this auction so that I can buy a piece a piece another piece another piece. I have a couple pieces and she is she's amazing if you want to see what her work is like go to skykim.net and check out her work it is truly What's her, mo- what's her uh, medium? Well, watercolor, um, Sharpie, pencil, all oh, wow. materials that you can use or that you can find anyway. Mm-hmm. And her work is 
unbelievable. And it is it's organic and it's sensual and it's vibrant and it's dizzying. Hmm. Um, yeah. Hopefully I did it justice. And then well, it's the details. It's oh Right. So many details. I mean, seriously, folks, go to skykim.net and check it out and you will be floored by the detail. And then um, my brother listened to the show, my other brother, um, you know, her husband, (laughs) Sky's husband. I like that my brother doesn't go by like, you know, oh, my brother, Peter. It's like Sky's husband. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Peter. Love you. Um, Oh, you're Shay's dad. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, But he also was like, I want to donate something as well. So he is also an artist and he also decided he wanted to donate something. So next year, all Rick had to do is come on, don't ask me to talk. And he got a couple items for his auction. Maybe Rick needs a pastrami sandwich. Oh, I talked to him about that today. (laughs) I was like, guess who's coming on? Remember the cookie you had last week? Mm. That's who's coming on. Oh, no kidding. Oh, I totally like... Come on. <laughs> I can't wait. Don't I, ask me to talk. I mean, I want to feed Rick. Oh. I do. I mean, and his friends. Yes. I mean, that and, dinner and he, party that and, he had in Issaquah with all, like, that uh, round table of, like, awesomeness. He's, he's, he's um, yeah, he's, and, and what's, what's really cool about Rick is that he's so down to earth, right? Um, but I need oh, yeah. to feed Rick. Oh, yeah. I need to get his picture on the wall. Oh. I, you know how delis do that in New yes, York? Yes, yes. Okay, so that's a, that's a, that's a big thing for me. Okay. Because I always loved that as a kid. You know what Stacy does? <laughs> Stacy connects. Stacy does connect. I'm going to see what I and can you're do. Gonna, you're going to make that. If connect. I have to drive him, I will do <laughs> you that. Might. You I might. I might. You might kidnap him. I, I, I mean, for my mom. It's for my mom. Yes, of course um, Now, speaking of my brother, I can't give Sky's uh, website a shout out and not my brother's. So, if you want to see my brother's work, go to Zonder, Z-O-N-D-E-R, Title, T-I-T-E-L, dot com, and check out my brother Peter's work. His photography is amazing. They're so creative. Uh, you know, I have to, I have to, you have to show me that. Oh, I, I I'm will. really interested. He has a whole series of, um, they're his cone series. He doesn't spell mm-hmm. it C-O-N-E-S. He spells it K-O-A-N-S. And there are pictures, bird's eye view and close-up view of traffic cones. And he creates these grids. And again, they're dizzying and sure. amazing. That's amazing. It's really cool. So is it, it's, it's up high. Does he do that with a drone? No, he, like, he'll stand over them. Okay. And so sometimes you can tell what it is. And then other times he gets really, really close. Mm-hmm. He has some that when you look at them, it looks like it's a, um, a fish eye. You know how um, fish eyes have kind of like the milky white eye? Mm-hmm. Well, he'll, have, he'll find a traffic cone that has like, you know, Whatever, because you find a traffic cone anywhere. Sure. And so it's got like. Eh. It has like a pupil. Right. Right. Exactly. The, the, where the circle is. Oh, yeah. Fish eyes. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so anyway, so check them out. Also, I have to give a shout out to Percy. So you saw Percy. I did. Oh, you know what? You know, what? Percy, how is Percy doing? Well, she, him, they are it, headed exactly. to the vet today for. Their follow-up. Hopefully the cone can come off (laughs) because that's been something. For the last two days, we've let him out of the bathroom. Right. He was quarantined. He was totally sequestered. Well, he was leaving a trail. Yes. I mean, well, that was the whole thing. Yes. And now he's not leaving a trail. Thank goodness. Hopefully he gets (laughs) his stitches out, the cone off, and 
um, his brothers can hiss at him for different reasons. Sure. And he's, um, so at least he's recovering. Or they are recovering. I know. It's really hard because it is is essentially gender reassignment surgery. And 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 accidental. I mean, kind Mm -hmm. of. Although I I said on my first episode, um, Annette Kuyper is, um, she is an amazing psychic and she does readings and she does readings on pets. And she got a download that Percy has very female energy and presents herself as female. And so she kept referring to Percy as a she. Love it. It's so. No, that's too cool. Right? Too cool for school. I know. So, um, Okay. Next, I have to give the update on mom. This is like my Carol Burnett, like, pull my lobe thing. Like, mm-hmm. hey, mom. <laughs> and she and her friends mom. are basically, like, in solitary confinement. They have a very small little bubble. It's, it's, her, it's horrible. Um, seniors, what's going on? Oh, you brutal. Know, especially, especially now that everything's peaking and things are going on, people are getting sick. Um, what's wild is they've been in their apartments Oh, yeah. Since February. Oh, totally. I mean, and we all know that sadly, when you're older, like if you get pneumonia, you might fall down and break your hip and then Then, then you're not mobile. I mean. And when you're not mobile, that's not a good sign. And then in Pete's great aunt's case, then the local um, stop and shop closes and then you have nothing to live for. <laughs> I, have, I have a feeling, though, yeah. that your mother is a survivor. Oh, my mother? It your is going mother, to take... Here's the deal. So you know how like Lysol and like alcohol kills the germs? My mother is not she 98% water. I think she's 98% scotch. I bet. Cock- no, that's a cocktail. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a new, we should, we should make a new cocktail with Lysol and alcohol, right? It might even taste good. Frankly. Well, she normally that does. new pine scent. She normally <laughs> does a Dewar's with a splash of water. She could do like Dewar's with a splash of. Of Lysol. Of Lysol. You know, or Melaleuca. Mel- Exolagard. Whatever, right? right? That's exactly. That's, that's insane. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, got distracted. Um, but what I love what, is that- Was that a squirrel? Yeah, it was totally a squirrel. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, what I love, however, is that they're still making plans. So she lives in this facility where you can have apartments that are on the inside or you can have a door that opens to the outside. So she happens to be on like a little common green area. So she and Courtyard. her neighbors, well, <laughs> they wanted a um, a Christmas tree. Okay in the little common green area. So my mother did what she does best, and she charmed the like owner of this place and was like, mm, we'd like a tree. Our spirits are low. So they... It was guilt. Oh, I mean, <laughs> right? Guilt and charm and like, you know, Shame. I always let you see my place when exactly. prospective people are coming people through. Um, you owe I me. keep it so nice. She does. It's, <laughs> it's filled with Sky and Peter's art. There you go. Who wouldn't want to see it? Right. So, um, but it's your mother. And it's my there mother, right? So she got what she wanted, and they decorated the tree. And then yesterday when I spoke to her, she's like, there was a tornado warning the tree fell down. <laughs> like, <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> so okay. now so they've got... Um, they put the, up a menorah. <laughs> they, I don't think they did. Imagine that. That's what might happen next. Well... How come you put up a tree? <laughs> Because it's it's the tree. Yeah. I mean, it's... Van Esk. Yeah. So the tree is now going to have stakes. But the thing that I really like is that on Thanksgiving, mom sent me a picture of a wearable sleeping bag. 
a wearable sleeping bag. Uh-huh. Isn't that like... It's like a body bag. Yeah, but that's like pajamas with foot. Feet, you yeah, know? but it's made out of sleeping bag material. Oh, that's too cool. So you can run into a wall or something. Yeah, if that <laughs> sounds fun to you, then sure, you can run into a wall. That seems weird to me, but... I bet. Or you could sit in a chair around the tree in your wearable sleeping bag with a cocktail in your hand, chatting at a social distance from your friends. You know what? Outside. Right. Yes. Right? No, that's... And was she outside? Well, so she tried to order it, but apparently... How do you walk in it? <laughs> I mean, with it's a walker? Like, I don't like, know. <laughs> how, does, how does your mother like... Is it like a potato sack race? I, you know what? It has legs, and she wears her Rothy's, and so oh, she... Oh, it has walks, legs? Yes. Okay. I mean, so it's, it's... it's like a puffy... It's it's yeah. a full body bag, like okay. hazmat that's, suit. That's okay. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's, it's kind of amazing. So I have this vision of all of her and her friends... <laughs> sitting around this tree in their chairs with cocktails in hand, slurring the words to this final song in The Grinch. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> like the Whoville people, like <laughs> it's the elders gathering around the tree. Now, I think anyone that's listening can picture their mother and their friends sitting around right? the tree with a cocktail in this suit. That It's almost like, it's almost like um, <laughs> they were Wally. Yes. They're in the bubble and they're floating. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) So I personally love the idea and mom continues to inspire me like every day. Your mother. Mm. Oh, she's an inspiration. Um now the last thing I have to talk about is Thanksgiving, but that's gonna dovetail really nicely because I got this amazing bonus that you came by on Thanksgiving. It was actually a gift that you gave me. Well you invited me. So Funny yeah. that you say that because every week I share what I call a Staceyism, mm-hmm. which is something that is not me being brilliant, but I've totally commandeered it and made it seem like I'm brilliant. Mm-hmm. And this week's Staceyism was actually um, the idea that I think it is a gift of highest esteem when somebody shares their time or their talent um, with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what you did on Thanksgiving. Yeah, You know... Um you, you, we see each other often mm-hmm. um, because you order from the deli every Friday. Every Friday. Comes to the east side. And I do that east side delivery thing. And, and I can't thank you enough, first of all, for doing that because throughout this whole COVID thing, that's why I did this free delivery on the east side. Mm-hmm. And um, Stacy, you single-handedly um, have saved my business. And that's no joke. Well, um, I've also gained weight <laughs> doing it. <laughs> now, you know, and I love seeing you and the family and <clears throat> that you invited me for Thanksgiving um, was really special. And the fact that I got to hang out with you guys and have one of Stacy's gin and tonics oh, yeah. that are the literally the best gin and tonics you could ever have. <clears throat> it um, it was so much fun. It was because so much fun. I've seen your kids from when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Our kids ha- went to school together. Um, so I've seen the kids grow and grow up. And to see, your, I've never experienced your family that <laughs> way. And to, to be able to share that um, for me was a, a blessing for that day. Um, and it really helped me on a day that was difficult for mm-hmm. me. Right? So, um, and I got to play with you and cook with Pete and I know you know oh do all kinds of things and we had fun we had so much fun it was really good. we had so much fun I'm gonna take a short break 
And then when we come back, I'm going to share with you my one complaint. We'll be right back. (laughs) The pandemic has proven that your home is more than just the roof over your head. It's where you and your family spend most of your time. If your current home no longer fits your family or lifestyle, contact Brenda Morris, real estate advocate and agent of change. She believes you should love where you live. And with Brenda Morris Real Estate, your needs always come first. Brenda has a proven system and resources to help you. Personal service, professional standards, and exceptional experience. Call Brenda at 425-466-2595 or visit her website, sellbybrenda.com. That's sell, B-U-Y, brenda.com. Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects likes doing two things, talking and connecting people with their potential. If you'd like to talk about your potential with Stacy, contact her at stacy at stacyconnects.com. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I am your host, Stacey Heller, and I am joined by Vance Dingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen. And before the break, I mentioned that I have a bit of a bone to pick. (laughs) (laughs) So we had like the best turkey that we've ever had. And that is in part because of Vance and Pete and the brine and the process. And Pete was like, This is like having the master in the house and he was feeling a bit like a grasshopper, but you never made him feel, you never made him feel small. No. Ever. Like you are, the way that you give advice and that you give insights about things, it's, (laughs) you're a natural teacher actually. We had fun. Well, we did. That Brian was fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Oh no. He, 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 he got the Doug fir branches. Oh, well, I mean, Etsy, baby. Why go outside (laughs) when you can go to Etsy? I mean... (laughs) They were really nice. He's too. taking this quarantine thing very seriously. As he should. <laughs> um, so, but my one thing is so, my job for Thanksgiving is to make the Emmerich family tradition chocolate pudding pie because I am certain that the first like Native Americans and pilgrims and such had chocolate pudding pie. Oh, but they brought it across with them. Naturally. Yes. Yes. It's it almost helps. like a pavlova. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They. They fought off scurvy so that they could save the pie. <laughs> and so we had the, that's my job. And then Grace actually did, took that over. So I didn't even have to do that. But the potatoes, okay? So the mashed potatoes Grace, are my thing. She set such a beautiful table. She she takes that after her grandmother. That table gorgeous. Oh. Annie's, Annie's the cook. Will's a great cook. Grace sets a good table. Charlie avoids things very, very well. Charlie does. Charlie's, Charlie. Charlie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Anyway, my potatoes. You keep trying to get me off the subject of this because I loved your potatoes. I, they here's were the thing: potatoes. I got distracted. I had performance <laughs> anxiety. They just like you. Actually, they were too stiff. No. <laughs> they stayed stiff for over eight hours. <laughs> they were perfect. Well, thank you. They but, were they were so good. Um, they, you know, I'm a, I'm a stickler with mashed potatoes. I like, and I'm I'm a traditionalist. Okay, I like plain mashed potatoes. Because you know they got to have a lot of a lot of fat, salt, and pepper. We we right? and 
yeah, but you can't overcook them. There's things. They can't be too watery. Nope. And your method was amazing. Like, okay. Thank you. You know, and <laughs> you were funny. You you snapped at me. You were like, no. and I went, okay. Oh, <laughs> well, because like, you were like, well, you know, you can. I'm like, let me make my potatoes. Exactly. And then I was like, cool, she's got this. This is her all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking of cooking for holidays, so I keep talking about Dingfelder's Delicatessen. So We love Dingfelder's Delicatessen. I mean, we do. Again, every Friday. From the inside out. From the inside out. <laughs> and I'm actually wearing right now a Dingfelder's T-shirt. You know, I mean, I am repping you're wearing the merch. brand. You're I'm wearing, wearing merch. merch, and I, it's so cool that you did that. I was like, oh my god, look at her! She's wearing a Dingfelder shirt. Come on, how cool are you? I am not all talk. I mean, I'm all talk, but I'm not all talk. Not all the time. Not <laughs> all talk all the time. Oh, That's well, too yeah. much. Right? Exactly. You're not. No. Um, you 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 know what? You follow through. I do follow through. You get it through. done. Well, when it's worth it, I talk potatoes, about it. Those potatoes were so white, and they were they were just, they melted in your mouth. It's all about the gravy on those potatoes, well, let me tell you. You need to be able to create the swimming pool in the middle of your plate so you, that you can put the gravy in it. It's the well. It's, it's the well. It's about the well. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you can't hold a well, they're not good. No. All right. You, I'm sorry. Okay, no. I didn't mean to we need, no, it's about you. I mean, so I noticed today that you posted the Hanukkah menu. Yes, I did. Because I did. it's in it's it's, it's in, in ten seven days, eight days. It's the tenth. Yeah. I thought the first night was the eighth. Or is it the tenth? Oh yeah, I'm good now. I thought it was the I thought it's Thursday. I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, go I'm not that. Jewish. I mean so, as a Catholic in that's theory. Okay. You know what? Jesus Catholics was do a Jew. it two days prior. You know, there's <laughs> it may be Orthodox is two days early. I don't know. Okay, I do have but a question. Now you scared me, so I'm gonna actually open my phone <laughs> and, and double check because you know well, that's, while you're that's multitasking, kind of thing that's not good. yeah, I can do it. I can. Multitask. Can you explain this to me? Yes, anything. So on your menu, mm-hmm. you spell Hanukkah the oh, this ch. Is good. This is good, right? And I no, this is a thing. And I so I I want to know. Are, and that question actually gets asked. Well, of are you a ch or are you an h? Okay, really? Like that's so funny because you know you can do it with Rosh Hashanah. Okay, we we are that's what Jews do. Jews, we we decide. We're taught to ask questions. Well, apparently, <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit Jewish because the, I want to know. Oh, you're listen. You are so <laughs> Jewish. It's not even oh my funny. gosh, that is like the nicest compliment. <laughs> you are a, the Jewish. Yes. Oh man, I we, you should do a twenty three and find out. <laughs> I did, and I do have a little. I, I, there you I go. Do. I bet you have some Eastern European going on. I in think there. so. I have like some tiny, tiny I, percent of like um, of I, African in me. Of we, yeah, no, yes, of course, and that's where we all started. Well, right, right. and we migrated around the horn. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So, you are a ch guy. I am. I am. I, I like the ch. <laughs> 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 and you got to be good at that. I mean, they teach you that as a Jew when you're a little kid. When you go to, like, I'm sure in other parochial schools or things, they teach you things. What they teach you as a Jew is how to say the ch. Okay, <laughs> and all they say to you is, "Well, you know, you you know, you spit." <laughs> <laughs> well, but if you go through um, bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, right, and you're going to read from, mm-hmm. is it the Torah? Torah. Yeah. yeah. Then you have to be able to say those. I mean. The oh, words oh yeah, like, you, you have to, uh, as a young child, you, you, you have to ask the four questions at Passover, okay? So there's things that you do as a young child. And that's one of the things, that ch, 
sound is very difficult for people that aren't brought up okay, that I'm, way. I'm going to try it Okay, here. so Hanukkah. Ha- Hanukkah. It, so you say Hanukkah, right? It's Hanukkah, right? It, or it could be Hanukkah, right? doesn't matter. For me, CH is how it goes. You're right. And I'm so glad you noticed because I did, I did, you know. Um, you had a little debate, didn't you? I thought about it for a little bit. Which should I use? Because my Richie, Richie asks me. Okay. Okay, he goes, are you a CH guy or an H guy? I'm See, like, I'm in good company C-H-R- asking the yeah, question. Listen. What is he? You know, I believe Richie's, you know, I'm going to double check. I'm, I think he's an H. Or okay. I, I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember. But I remember him asking me. It was, it was a little while ago. Well, I mean, it's your delicatessen. It seems to me it's, you could, <laughs> you can do whatever you want and, and, and you know, it's authentic to you. And, and that's kind of cool. Okay, that, um, you know, and that's what the deli is, right? At the end of the day, um, there's a hundred different things that people think that they remember as a kid or that their grandma did, that's their tradition. <clears throat> They're all accurate. Mm-hmm. And the deli is about things that I remember and how I liked it and what my family did. And yes, you know, we, we, we take modern techniques and things like that on how mm-hmm. we do it, but they're really very simple and wonderful recipes, you know. Oh, your egg salad, Grace <laughs> already. You know how? So, like three weeks ago, Annie was hanging salad. out at our house and she was like, I need some of Vance's cheesecake. So, I literally sent him a video of Annie asking for cheesecake. Yeah. Well, I ordered the egg salad to be eaten after Thanksgiving so that when we're all tired of turkey, we can eat egg salad. I got home on Tuesday <laughs> after the show, and Pete had brought some sandwiches to eat. Oh, that's right. Pete had come down yep, on Tuesday. because he came to pick everything up, yes. and he got sandwiches, and they were eating the egg salad. <laughs> there was less than half left by the time I got home from doing this show. Oh, my God. And and you know what? How um, how did you feel about that? Oh, can you not? Can you not see the smoke that's coming out of my eyes? You know what? I can see it now. And I can imagine. You know, that's why you have to get twice as much. Well, so But but the the thing about the egg salad, and it's a joke, the egg salad, um, amongst the kitchen and everybody that makes that egg salad, because, you know, I, I have some standards that we put in place about the egg salad. Naturally. And I've had people cry over the egg salad. It's that good. No, but there's only four items in the egg salad. It's what? not it's not that tough. But it But does... I think that's the harder thing to do. <laughs> I started watching the British baking show, you know, only like ten years after everybody else. And yeah. one of the last challenges is they had to make some really basic pastry items. Sure. And the sign of a good cook is great. You can do this, mm-hmm. you know, crazy thing that you can do. You can make a croquembouche or you can make an amazing dinner. Or you can do, I don't know. I was watching the <laughs> British baking show. And um, and I just like the fact that I can say that word. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, can you make a decent egg salad? Scrambled like, eggs. I can't boil an egg, actually. Right. Poaching an egg, a three-minute egg, those types of things. The very basic things mm-hmm. that um, they are. Uh, Coco Vaughn. Oh, don't you? Ju- Julia Child's Coco Vaughn. Oh, hello, bon appetit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a swig of wine. Um, I, now I, I got a more to Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I, yeah, well, you know, right. That's okay. Uh, right. Well, as a kid, um, I loved watching PBS, mm-hmm. and I loved watching Julia um, Child's show. Julia was so cool. And 
the funny thing is it it really got me into cooking. And mm-hmm. so when my parents bought their own business mm-hmm. and I had to cook, oh, I was so tortured. And I would put you're, out. You're a great cook. I, well, and you're you know. a great baker, too. Well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I would put out all the little dishes because I loved the whole, like, everything's pre-measured. And my mm-hmm. mother was like, seriously, could you use any more dishes? Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, I could have, by the so, way. So really good cooks need really good cleaners as partners. <laughs> yes. Yes. That like to eat. I always conveniently had to use the restroom after dinner and I couldn't help. Conveniently. Conveniently. It's like my body clock. Um, however, Dinkfelder's is not just about the egg salad. In fact, that's kind of the least of it. I mean, down the side of my shirt, it says it's all about the meat. It is all about the meat. When and, and that's that's oh, the truth. it's because if if you don't have the meat, it really doesn't matter. Well, after the show finished um, last week, and I gave Eric and Rick one of your black and white cookies, <laughs> I was telling uh, them about your sandwich, and I pulled up a picture of your pastrami sandwich because Rick was waxing poetic about cats's and you know oh it's closed and Gold you know all standard. this stuff like the whole thing. And he's quite the foodie. And so I showed him a picture and mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, okay, great. Like, when can I get there? So. When t- are you going to get him there? I, we talked about this. I I'm know. going to try. So talk to me about. The meat? Oh. Or, do, or do you want to talk about um, the, the smoked salmon? Uh, oh my gosh. Know? See, I told and you we all. we just started doing smoked sable fish. Sablefish. Tell me about that. Okay, so sablefish is uh, is actually a delicacy. Uh, like smelts? Uh, no, no smelts. Like smelts are bait. I, I, smelts <laughs> Sand are dips? gross. <laughs> well, sm- no, they're not. Smelts are good. Okay, well, you know, pan fried. That's Yum. how my in tartar sauce. Yeah, yeah. Come on, <laughs> they're okay. Yeah. You, they're like sardines. You just pop them down. Uh-uh. They do have little bones, but you know, you eat them whole. Okay, that's another thing. I digress. Choking on a chicken bone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that chicken bone. You know what to do when you choke on a chicken bone, don't you? Um, break your neck and try to make a wish? Eat a piece of bagel. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I learned that as a young man in my grandmother's house because we used to eat bagels and lox and whitefish, which is my favorite. My favorite is the whitefish. The whitefish. Um, our, our smoked salmon... Is you know I I'll, I'll put it up against any, any other smoked salmon, and and in New York they call it baked salmon or kippered salmon, mm-hmm. so it's not a typical Northwest smoked salmon. Right. <clears throat> but what's nice about um, smoking fish in in house and on premises is that um, it's so Northwest. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get I get my pastrami from New York because I like it. It's a flavor profile <clears throat> that I um, that I wanted to have, mm-hmm. and uh, the corned beef also comes oh from New gosh. York, and we cook them, and we do our own thing to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, those two things I get from New York, and I also get my white fish from okay. New York. Uh, but the smoked salmon and the sable, we do in house. So tell me. What is a sable fish, so, if you're not familiar? A sable fish is a black cod. And oh. I think most people know what a black cod is. And ironically, it wasn't a very expensive fish 
many, many years ago. But it was considered a delicacy. And to be a smoked fish, mm-hmm. uh, appetizing shops in New York um, were, uh, were dairy. Fish is dairy. It can go both ways as far as Jewish dietary laws. So you, you would really? have... Yeah. Yeah, so if you're if you're kosher, okay, uh, you don't mix dairy and uh, meat in the same in the same meal. Okay, it has to do with um, <clears throat> uh, having respect for uh, you're not supposed to eat the child of the mother and drink the mother's milk. Oh my gosh! And that's where that I mean that's what I was told. I could that, be wrong. No, you but- never know. I mean, okay, I'm so, sure there's, and listen, but that just makes I, I, so much sense. You know, and my grandmother would have, um, you know, sausage on her pizza every once in a while, not tell, right? But, <laughs> you know, uh, or pepperoni, I think it was. But, um, you know, and she was kosher, right? And, yep. you know, so it's not like you're, or, but she would never have a cheeseburger and she would never have a, a milkshake. Now, with a, a burger. Right. And she loved burgers, right? Uh, so, so with that said, and my and you know so when there's family members that are kosher in your family you do learn about that mm-hmm. and then you ask questions right like I said so the the appetizing shops um, were next to the bagel shops right and then some appetizing shops would have bagels in them for sale so on the weekend a very typical Sunday morning would be to stop on on my way with my father we'd go see grandma in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and we would go to grandma's house and pick up bagels and we'd pick up fish. Now for me, if I got a white fish, a chub and a bagel, Mm -hmm. I was living large. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then grandma would make kashkaval and eggs. That's a whole nother thing. Okay. Right. And, and then they would hold court in my grandmother's house. So the appetizing shop had sable fish. They had caviar, they had sturgeon, Mm -hmm. right. And they had pickled herring. And all kinds of mm-hmm. all kinds of schmears. So it was a cool thing, you know. Me being who I was, I was looking the cases and look at everything and want it all. Of course, uh, everything was delicious. Sable fish, for me as a young kid, was a bit fishy. Okay. Now, I make it now, and I've realized that it's like butter, right? And I've had good sable fish afterward, but when I was a young person, and my grandfather, because my grandfather used to eat it. Okay. And he'd buy a little for himself because that was his thing, right? Mm-hmm. That so was like my mother and liverwurst. You'd get a little set, right. Well, I liverwurst. Mm. Yeah. Okay, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> so sablefish is a, is a real delicacy. It's, it, it is not inexpensive. Um, it's $15 for a quarter of a pound. Wow. Okay. It's, that, it, it's expensive to buy. Yep. And somebody recently came up to the deli, a good friend of mine, Jerry Dunyitz, and he said to me, um, how, how's the sable doing? And I said, it's getting very popular. We're running out every week. He goes, really? He goes, that's, that's interesting. He goes, you're charging New York prices. I said, I have to, right? I right. said, that's how much it costs to make. And um, he said, that's great. And, and I said, how did you like it? He goes, it was amazing. And, and, and their family is a big, uh, they love the smoked salmon. They're, they'll buy oh, smoked salmon you every know me. week. I... Back to, you know, the, the, it's all about the meat. Um, Jordan Sloan, a very good friend of my son's, uh, came up with that tagline, and we went with it. And it's so appropriate to, um, the, the, because 
how you make the meat, how you cut the meat, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure that the meat is piled high and it's juicy and it's warm and it makes you open your mouth that you have to stretch. Mm-hmm. Oh right. Gosh, you totally have to stretch. <laughs> well, I love the idea that it's about the um, it's the raw materials, right? Yes. And so, you know, ultimately what you're saying is it's all about the raw materials and what you do with them. True. How you cook it, how you treat it, how you serve it, how you, the whole thing. It's the secret ingredient that you have to put into it. You have to put the secret ingredient. I know what the secret ingredient is. I know you know. You know? That's important. It is important. And that makes a difference, you know? Okay, we're going to take a quick break so that I can talk about Brenda Morris. I also forgot to invite people to call in, (laughs) which I got so excited and so distracted about you being here. On the off chance somebody wants to call in for the last few minutes of the show, you can call 425-373-5527, and I'd love to hear from you. Um, But in the meanwhile, let's talk about Brenda for a minute here. Um, So Brenda has a really unique way in which she helps people sell their homes. So it's not just, you know, taking down some pictures and making it look all nice and whatever. She goes through this whole process. She has your home pre-inspected at her expense. That way, if there's any issues that you need to deal with, you can either have them fixed, repaired, whatever it is, or you can adjust the price accordingly in anticipation. So that way you know what to expect. And the reason she does that is because most transactions actually fall apart during inspection negotiations. People get really caught up in the minutia. And so having it pre-inspected means that um, you don't have to accept any offers with an inspection contingency. You've already covered everything You've, that could come up in the inspection, so there's nothing that can come up. You've already passed the inspection when you put it up for sale. That's brilliant. Brilliant. That's Brenda. So um, the other thing that she does is... She pays for your home to be professionally uh, photographed with a drone and or a video and pictures, whatever is appropriate. Um, She helps with staging consultation, and in most cases, she'll do all the staging. She markets locally, nationally, internationally. Um, And right now, if you call in now, folks, uh, she's running a promotion that if you list with her prior to the end of the year, For those of you that don't know what the end of the year means, that would be December 31st. Um, She pays $500 towards your moving costs, which, I mean, if you're moving across the street, it's 500 bucks (laughs) to, like, buy pizza for your kids who are going to do all the dirty work. You know what? 500 bucks is 500 bucks. It's 500 bucks. When you're you're getting your house ready to sell. and, And in this market, there's no inventory. Oh, there's no inventory. It's amazing how fast houses are going. Uh, people, friends of mine, in a day. Oh. Five offers. It was crazy. It's totally crazy. And so you want somebody that is going to support you the way that Brenda has been supporting me these last weeks of my show. And if you want to get in touch with her, you can call or text her at 425-466-2595. Or I'm going to say it again, and we're all going to repeat it once more with feeling. You can go to her website, which is sellbybrenda.com. Remember, it's sell, B-U-Y, ah, see, Brenda.com. So thanks to Brenda. And, you know, if you're looking to sell and move across the street and uh, pocket 500 bucks, she's your girl. Sell by Brenda.com. Sell by Brenda. Sell by. 
brenda.com. But see the cool spelling? That buy thing. Right? That was too cool. It's good. <laughs> yeah, she's good. Um, okay. And the other thing I want to let you know is if you want to, um, this radio show becomes a podcast and it is uploaded to your favorite platforms. And if you text the word, shall we call it a word, uh, the acronym for my show, D-A-M-T-T, to the number 55678, then you will get information on my show so you can listen live, so you, you can subscribe. It's, it's an amazing thing. I'm going to talk more about that technology in another show. But, um, you know, text D-A-M-T-T like the curse word without the I, and uh, to 55678. Okay, Vance, we only have like we 10 cursed. minutes. We haven't cursed. That's, I think that's, a, that's an accomplishment. It's a sign of growth. I think so, maturity. <laughs> Which is upsetting. Unfortunately. Okay, so I was going to do this whole little game thing with you, except that we've barely scratched the surface of we Ding did. Felders. And Hanukkah. And it, Hanukkah. It, I mean, that's what we really, you know, you, 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 we spoke about that. You're I, like, I want to talk about Hanukkah. Right. And, I'm, you know, you even booked this because of I Hanukkah. I did because so, I wanted people <laughs> to know. And I have never, I've never been to, like, a Passover meal. I've never been to, like, is there a traditional Hanukkah meal? Like, I've never. So in our house, um, uh, we would we would have, always have people over. And dreidel is the thing. So there's and, a song about it. And it was the song was originated here um, by a, I think it was Alvin Goldfarb, some a jeweler. I'm not sure. But really? Yeah. The dreidel song is originated here. It's crazy. That's okay. funny. Yes. Um, I'll, you know what? I'll get you. We're going to look it up. No, no, no. Well, looking it up, it is the 10th. Uh, the first night is Thursday night, the 10th okay. of December. Thank goodness. I was, <laughs> I wasn't wrong. <laughs> um, and. So the menu was posted today, and we wanted to do some different things. Uh, <clears throat> the latke recipes that we added were literally latke recipes that I've done for family and friends throughout the years. We would do cookie decorating. Okay. By the way, for the latke, sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. but there is a brown grocery bag sitting <laughs> here that has Vance's latkes in it. Yes. and. I was going to be like, hey, call in and you can win. But then Eric reminded me that, you know, maybe that's not a good idea if it's somebody that's watching that doesn't actually know me and it's not just my immediate family. So we're going to eat them. But Eric got some. Eric definitely got some. And I brought some for anyone else in, in the in the in the engineering room or the production staff. They need to be nice that, to me here. That, that, you know what? I, figured, <laughs> I have good friends. You know, a good way to make friends is to feed people. Right. OK. It helps. So not only are, do we have the latkes, yeah, tell me because more. it's all about the latkes and a lot of latkes, because we'll make, last year we made 4,000 latkes. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah, that was, we were in latke. It was funny. You were locked <laughs> we, we down. We couldn't catch up. We were latke down. That, see what I did there? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'm trying to think of latke, right? Yeah. That's remember, a lot of latke. Remember latke from Taxi? Yeah. Huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> Who didn't... <laughs> Don't get me started. Uh-huh. Um, so the latkes we do this year, we added some. So we, we, our traditional latkes are latkes that we're doing, and we we there we have four sides um, that we would do for synagogue every year at temple. Okay. Uh, my catering business before I opened Dingfelder's Nourish Catering, mm-hmm. we would we would cater the temple latke night. 
Okay. And before that, it was we would have a whole latke night at Temple. And so the, the latkes that we had come with sour cream mm-hmm. and, our, and our own hun- we, we make honey crisp applesauce. Oh, yeah. Because I love the honey crisp. I mean, the so cosmic good. crisp is really good. But I don't know the, the honey crisp is our applesauce. Okay. And uh, it's a friend's recipe. There's no sugar in it. It's just the apples. Mm-hmm. And it's when I'm really, really, really good on my diet. Yeah. Applesauce is ice cream. <laughs> well. I'm just saying. I mean, on For vanilla me, ice cream? Okay. So an, anything on vanilla ice cream. Well. Okay. Because, yeah. I, okay. With some cheesecake crust? How about pie crust? Oh, yeah. the cheesecake crust. Maybe we should just sell the cheesecake crust. And the fact that you brought up cheesecake crust, I brought a piece of the better than New York, New York <sighs> cheesecake for you. So there's a piece of cheesecake in there as well. It's got my name on it. It has Stacy written all I mean, over the, it. The crust? It's the crust. <laughs> and the crust is thick. It's so thick. I, it has to be. Well, because you so need I, to have a good ratio of crust to <laughs> I've been making filling. cheesecakes for a very, very long time. Since I was, yeah, let's just say a very long time. <laughs> it was uh, for all your thirty years. It was Cindy Colantoni that gave me the original recipe, and it came from aunt, Cindy's aunt um, in Brooklyn. But anyway, all right. Uh, so, what other sides? I mean, so the sides that we're doing, it's a cranberry relish, okay, okay, which is uh, orange zest and cranberries and, and and just kind of like a relish. I like to put a little ginger in it, but this time we're not, okay. Um, and we're doing um, a mushroom onion compote, right? Mushroom onion. So compote. caramelized onions, sautéed mushrooms, little thyme, little wine, like that. Oh, it's yummy. That's like a song. A little thyme, a little, little wine, thyme, a little wine, <laughs> caramelized. You know, right? Oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? You start to feel caramelized, <laughs> caramelized after a little thyme and wine. <laughs> thyme and wine is everything's caramelized. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> And uh, then we're going to do, and those are the four. Those are the four sides. Every okay. all the latkes come with uh, the applesauce with and the sour cream. sour cream, and you get to pick one of the others. Oh, okay, right. So Love that uh, so that gives little options, right? Um, but the, we added uh, gluten free latkes this year, and to be extra careful, we're going to segregate frying them from the regular. Regular lockers because the regular lockers have gluten in them. Right. Okay. Uh, and then we added a vegan. Uh, a You're ve- a, 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 so Seattle right oh, now. Totally. And, and, and by the way, don't so, segregate. So, so, so wait. No, no, no. <laughs> but the vegan, um, I've made before, and they came. They were really good. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a beet, and turnip. Now we haven't decided if we're going to do turnip or rutabaga. I think it's going to be turnip. And, and yeah, so the beet really makes a cool, it fries up really good. And I, and I do the, I do the beets, um, uh, it's a Moroccan style beet that we do and we, you know, then we shred them and then make latkes out of them. Uh, so, and, and the sweetness of the beets and the, and the, and the earthiness of the beet. That'd be good on a burger. Oh, it's, it, it's just good. And when you fry it, how it all starts to caramelize and get crispy and crunchy. And then put sour cream on that. But if they're vegan, we're not thinking you're going to do sour cream. You can get two. You'll probably do applesauce, you know, or right. cranberry, whatever. Right. One of the others. And you're not going to put it on a burger either. So, uh, 
And then the last one is going to be zucchini, squash, and yam. Oh. With Asian spice. More of uh, ginger, garlic, scallion, sesame type of thing uh, going on. Look at you. And tamari. And those are, those are also... No, but those two, those last two that we said, we're, we're, they're limited, right? We can, we're, you know. Sure. I can't make the kitchen do a thousand of those. No. no. So w- that's why we posted the menu. You can order online at dingfelders.com. Uh, Say that again. At dingfelders.com. You can order online and pay for it online and tell, uh, you can say what day you'd like to pick it up, what time you'd like to pick it up. You can put special instructions. Uh and any questions you have, you can also email to eat at dingfelders.com. Yeah, because when I placed my order for Thanksgiving, <laughs> there, the I Love Stacy um, <laughs> smear was not on the menu. And so I had to put in the special instructions. Please <laughs> add to my tab my weekly tub o schmear. I, I, just, I just love the fact that you, you're on me about that. I, I kind of uh, like it. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying. It, it, it's going to be there. Okay. I Love Stacy schmear. Yes. I mean, come on. Olive, Olive the other reindeer. Olive the Olive, schmear. I love the schmear. I mean, all right, we have like one minute Sufagniot. to go. Sufagniot. You don't, yes. Gesundheit? We're making Sufagniot. <laughs> what is that? Okay, it's a thing. It's a, It's basically a jelly donut, honestly. <gasps> so so the all about Hanukkah is frying. It's about the oil, right? It's yep. the eight days. That's the yep. miracle. It's the miracle of the light and, it and the oil. And... It was only one day of oil that lasted eight days while they rebuilt the temple. It was a miracle. So they celebrate the festival of light. So we fry things in oil. That's why we eat latkes. So sufagniot is something that um, uh, I've never made before t- this time. So we started looking up recipes. And we had, we had these ideas. And it turns out that the Poles in Poland in the 1500s made savory sufagniot, which they fried in schmaltz. Okay, which is a whole other level. I'm like, so, that's just a... But the sufagniot are, you know, are basically uh, a raspberry jelly donut that we're going to make in-house. And I'm really excited about those as well. Wow. So the menu's cool. And all, I've got a Hanukkah box that will serve about four people, three, four people, or two with a lot of leftovers. Mm-hmm. And, in the, in the, and we're also doing brisket, smoked salmon, mm-hmm. and our whole roasted kosher chicken. And and if you get oh, the Hanukkah, if you get the like, Hanukkah button, that chicken, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, it's dumb. don't choke on the bone. No. So <laughs> so um, the uh, you can add a bottle of wine to the Hanukkah box, which is, we all love wine, oh. and we have dreidels and Hanukkah gelt. Oh my gosh! Okay, do you ship to Philly? I, I can't. You know, I'm gonna ship. I'm gonna ship to a friend, and. In Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh my gosh, maybe and I'll have also, you shipped my mother. Also, also a friend that's in North Carolina. Okay, we need to talk. Mom, let's I know talk. is... Well, let's talk. Let's have some conversations, Don't shall ask. We? Don't ask it's me to like talk. It's butter, baby. Exactly. Talk about schmaltz. Show a little bit more. <laughs> we are... We're good on time. Thank you so much for joining. I love you, Stacey. I love you, too. And thank you so much to Brenda. And next week, I've got Dr. J.D. Winnikin. So listen in. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Eric. That was fun.